Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Mamas podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I'm excited to rev the word with you. That means we're going to be active participants with the word of God today. So you're going to move your body. You're going to hear. Uh, some, you're going to hear scripture. You're going to be asked to process the scripture, right? Because the word is alive. So we are. We're told that that the word is sharp and active and alive. So it will go in and do its work with us. But we've got to engage with this. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to have some intervals that you'll be invited into. So whether you are going for a walk, a run, uh, lifting weights, we it is being active with this podcast is definitely kind of the, that's the key. Um, it's not a podcast to just sit and listen to uh, or keep your mind busy with. We really want you to be engaging with the podcast, okay? Thank you for everyone. You leave reviews. You tell us how this podcast is changing your life. Nothing makes this Enneagram 8 happier. <laughs> I am a challenger. I'm an activator. I love to hear people are making change because I truly feel nothing is stuck. Everything is changing all the time, right? We know that. And today we're going to talk about that a little bit in scripture. There are these things that are changing and then there is something that never changes and we want to put our attention on that. We're going to do that today in God's word. But before we get going, a few announcements. Don't forget marriage conference, first ever. You want to rev your marriage? <laughs> Again, the only thing we do different is we're going to ask you to participate in the, in the word of God. Um, come together, come as you are. I know it's scary. I get it. I, to know my story is to know uh, coming through very, very challenging times in our marriage, right? The, what the Lord joins together, let no man separate. And we know that that's what the enemy tries to do is to separate us. He starts by separating our, us from ourselves. So we have to do the work of us, each of us uniquely and then we can come together as well. So I'm praying for those of you that are praying, your, your husbands, your spouses will say yes. March 6th, 7th, and 8th in Chicago, Illinois, marriage retreat. And then rest and rebuild, September 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, for anyone who wants to uniquely, individually come away with us. Grab some friends, but you're gonna do the work of resting, learning how to rest, and learning how to rebuild. It will, it, it, Again, nothing, we just bring the gospel, the different delivery system. Our delivery system is a little different than maybe other places you've, you've gone, um, and all of it's good. But we do encourage you to be very, <laughs> ask, seek, and knock. If the Lord keeps knocking on your heart about coming away with him to this, to this kind of a retreat, we need retreats. They're part of the health of our bodies and minds is to get away. So if you haven't done that, it's not a vacation. <laughs> Very different. Retreats are not vacations. <laughs> you need vacations. But more than a vacation, you need a retreat. So consider uh, some of those options. Swipe up on the show notes. You'll see our events link. And you can see all the things that are coming. And then one more sneak peek. The beginning of the year, we have your next 30-day fitness challenge 
gospel challenge coming up. So it will open at the beginning of the first week of the new year. So as you, I'm just telling you now, because I know some of you will be like, oh, the holidays are coming. Just don't panic. We're going to be there with you in the new year. It's, gonna, it's called 30 Days of Weight Loss God's Way. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Let's drop the pin. Let's reclaim. Let's get in touch with the weight. Okay? So there you have it. I've never told anyone. So you're the first to know, podcast listeners. All right. Let's get going. I'm going to start the playlist. Music's going to come on. Moving your body right now. Not striving. Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Have you had some water? I hope so. I hope you've had some water. If not, push, pause, get some water. Just a little bit. Nourish your body, your brain. And let's get going in three, two, one, play. So grateful. Thank you, God. Ah. I love that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But there is a yoke and there is a burden. <laughs> we want to learn how to not break under something so light and so easy. And it's our flesh. Friends, it's just the flesh, the old created self. The self that's not regenerated in the spirit. And this is not a straight line walk. It's wobbly, right? My intention is straight. Let's keep that clear. I want, I'm intended. I, I don't want to take a detour that I don't need to take. So I just want to keep my eyes focused on what God has said and what is he saying what God has said and what's he saying right now every day walking talking with God like I was created for says Genesis 3 after the fall that God was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and he asked Adam where are you as if to say why are you not here with me we were meant to walk together in the cool of the day Adam where are you so let me ask you that question where are you right now where are you Yeah. All right. Just telling you right now, I've got so many chords going on. It's the time of year now. It's the time of year where I start out in a sweatshirt and I have to take off all these layers. So keep moving, keep breathing. I want you to think optimistically for a few moments. Go ahead, go. the devil 
All right. <laughs> I can't stand to be cold. <laughs> Even though I only have a sweatshirt on for like five seconds. Thanks for that. Okay, so everyone, let's pray. Thank you, God, for optimistic thinking. Thank you that you're always walking in the cool of the day and you invite us out of the sun-scorched land. And that whenever we draw near to you, <laughs> we find life and peace. Thank you, God. Right now, God, we ask that you would use this time to change us from the deepest parts of our being, from our cellular network, all the way out to our skin. Give us new eyes, God. New appetites and new eyes. Use your word. Heal our brains. Reconcile our, our past, our history, to our future. And give us certainty. Certainty in who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, on a scale of one to 10, you're feeling alive right now. One is feeling awake, eyes open. And even at a one, you can be very attentive, aware, sober-minded. I can lay in bed, and this is true. This is how I practice my life. I, I make it a practice. I wake up in the morning, alarm clock goes off, and even though I'm a one on a scale of effort, how much exertion, how much blood flow, how much oxygen, how much of my physical matter is engaged with my spiritual matter, even though I'm only a one on a 10. I wanna be sober-minded, focused. Lord, here's your servant, here I am. I'm excited about this day. Thank you, it's a day you've made. And I ask right there, is there any assignment for today that I need to know? Sometimes I hear something, a lot of times I don't. I just hear, I love you, I'm with you, go. And then I might think about things in the day that feel heavy or big. And then I begin to just, and this takes all about two to three minutes, you guys. Vision, what? what I vision and hope that conversation to look like, or that writing time to produce, or the meeting, the outcome that I'm hopeful for. Come on, that's intentional, as a one. It's not taking a lot of effort other than my attention. And then as a 10, and they'll get to some tens today, that's only gonna happen here 
since I'm not at the office physically, spiritually, emotionally having to, this is why a workout, it can transcend us. It can make the word flesh. Okay? A 10 is all out effort. It's something you'll only do if, you, if a bus ran over your child and you had to pick up the bus. You're a 10. We're gonna have some times today, maybe once or twice. But right now, you're a four, five, no, you're about a five, six, seven. I need you more towards a seven. You have another one minute. Just notice your breath. Probably feels better. You can close your mouth to breathe, but after about three breaths, you have to pop your mouth open. That's a seven. All right. True. <laughs> Good job. All right. The word today. Mark 13, 31, Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Everyone, try to move up towards an eight. Come on, have happy feet with it. And now let's say the scripture together. Say it with me, use your mouth. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. One more time, say it out loud. Go. That's it, Mark 13, 31. I want you to now. I'm trying to get this scripture in you, like kinesthetically. I want you to feel it, see it. So right now, wherever you are, find the closest wall. And I want you to see with your mind's eye, or you can even take your hand, your dominant hand, <laughs> and with bright gold paint, bright gold, you're gonna spray paint, you're gonna graffiti, again, in your mind, <laughs> Mark 13, 31, go ahead, go ahead with your bad self, mark the wall. Come back towards the seven. Just ease off a bit. Some of you are still prey training. Some of you are still tagging. Come on. Some of you are in the gym. Do you see that really big? Mark 13, 31. Man, wouldn't that be awesome if you could actually do that? And everyone would be like, what is she doing? You're sending a message to the flesh. Listen up. All this 
This is all gonna fade away. But there's one thing that stands. The Word of God. There's no getting around it. Heaven and earth will pass away. But God's Word will not. Eight, go. Come back to seven. Well done. You're gonna spend about four minutes. Your choice. I need you to be a seven for sure. If you need to be, need to be a six, that's cool. The invitation is a seven. If it feels, you're like, man, I'm having a great, I'm feeling great. Go ahead and be an eight. Now, everyone, I just did a little Instagram post on my personal Instagram about this. This is powerful, ready? Start breathing. I'm gonna go quiet and you're just gonna move your body and you're gonna think about three-part breathing. So breathing up in your top lungs, middle lungs, third part in your belly. As you're moving, rhythmic, find bigger breath and then let's come back and talk about what happens. Keep practicing this breath visualization. I want you to think about it, that your body, the biggest part of your container is down into your pelvic floor, from your pelvic floor up to your clavicle, right? Front side back, that's the biggest, thickest part of your body, it's your core. Three-part breathing feeds the upper, middle, and lower diaphragmatic area, the lower core. Now, I want you to visualize as you're doing this three-part breathing, you're taking in more breath. You can feel this, right? You're already feeling it. You're not just breathing up in your survival area. Most people work out and live in the top third of their lungs. That's just survival. And listen, you'll burn some calories, you'll get some benefits, the blood will flow but there's more capacity in you. I'm gonna go quiet again, but I want you to think about this cool picture of water. As you inhale, it's filling into you all the way down to the pelvic floor, down into that third part. You are gonna become living water. Now, keep breathing. Keep seeing that water, that big water jug pouring into you. And then as you exhale, the water goes out. As you inhale, your core fills with water, air, breath. 
As you exhale, out it comes. Living water. Come on. Heaven and earth will pass away. But what God has said will not. Wow, anyone? You can come back towards a seven or hold your eight. Anyone notice that you feel better? Like you actually feel like a lion ready to roar. Oh, your heart rate may have, it may have even increased, but your effort went down. Like your ability, because you found more capacity. You guys, this is what athletes do. They learn how to breathe. Amateur athletes, they live in the top third of their breath, surviving. <sighs> Olympic, they, they waste nothing. And this is what we're called to, the word of God. It's not wasteful. That thing's gonna last. Your body, your income, your money, your status, your Facebook, people that like you, don't like you, transient. This world system, transient. God's saying, don't put any hope there. Put it in my word, what I've said. It's the bedrock, the foundation for everything. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. <laughs> Everyone, you're gonna do a 20 second push. You're invited to become a 10. Take your breath with you, always now. Ready, set, go. Come on. Pull back 20 seconds. If you're still using the fullness of the breath, right? You're thinking bigger, you're breathing bigger, and that's what the Word of God does. The Word of God, bigger perspective all the time. More availability, more peace. Ready, set, go. 10. Or nine or eight, whatever is your best effort, come on. Ten seconds, come on. Oh, three, two, one. Twenty seconds, recover. Huh. Where's your breath? Find it, come on. You know that it is the breath of God, the breath of the Almighty that gives us understanding. Let's see into the eternal things, the things that really matter. Last time, 
Go. 40 seconds. Push. Go. Eight, nine, ten. Uncomfortable, but breathing. Focusing on what will last. Come on, if you're breathing, your body is staying connected. Three, two, recover. Well done. Now keep the breath going. Remember that pitcher of water? Come on. Heaven and earth will pass away. So, Jesus just got done He's heading towards the cross. He's in Jerusalem now. And he gives his heaviest stuff, right? He starts just laying it down. He's not mincing words. And he's telling his disciples that, <laughs> you see that temple, that thing that you are marveling over, that thing that you see, that you go, isn't that beautiful, Lord? And, Jesus says, they'll tell you what, not one of those stones is going to stand, which would be such blasphemy because the temple at that point was considered like holy, holy. That was God's dwelling place, right? And people, meanwhile, are missing the fact, no, God's right here. I'm right here. You diligently search the scriptures. You force yourself to church, you go through the motions, but you're refusing to come to me. And so Jesus says, not a stone will be left of Jerusalem. This city where God dwells. And of course that would just, again, Jesus is always confusing those who think they've figured it out. That's what his word does when he speaks. It's meant to stir us up. It must confront our wrong thinking, our assumptions, our, our own expectations, our judgments. That's what the word does. So he's telling his disciples, listen, there's gonna come a time and it really, he begins to talk about the end of times, the coming of the Son of Man, the abomination of desolation. Like, it's like, come on, Jesus, lighten up. No. Y'all need to know how he's trying to tell us how easy we make it about the wrong thing. These transient things that heaven and earth, heaven and earth, says that's crazy earth is all we've ever known right it's our visceral experience but heaven is what we were made for and we know you read the end of the scripture that there will be a new heaven and a new earth like God's gonna make all things new which is so crazy because heaven seems pretty awesome from what I understand, but even heaven will be upgraded at the return of the Son of Man. 
and all of it, every new thing will be because of God's word, what God has said. The word of God. This is from a commentary. You guys, you get to just be an eight, whatever you wanna be. Just move your body. How's your breathing? Are you filling up water? You getting poured into all the way in? Yeah, I have a feeling. I want you to leave a review on the podcast if you're like, you taught me to breathe today. You taught me to breathe, Elisa, when usually I'm just in survival, checking the box. You, you opened up more capacity for me that yeah, even though my heart rate measured maybe the same or even higher, I felt better. And by the way, that's the mark of the best athletes in the world. They can get their heart rate uber high, but their ability to carry oxygen to their working muscles, it would, it would explode, we would explode, but they've trained themselves for a lot of capacity at the most strenuous place. Come on, I'm preaching. And this is what the Word of God does. It trains us for the most strenuous capacity. And that we don't get crushed under the transiency of people, this world, our pain. We keep our eye on what is unseen because it's the unseen that is eternal. You know, God has so many words that he wants to speak to you still. Words you've never heard. Come on, that should excite you. Breathe into that. He wants to tell you more. But you gotta make space, prepare him room. The commentary says of Mark 13, 31, Jesus' statement that heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away, is a claim only God can make. In making this claim, Jesus assures his disciples that his words will outlive the cosmos and the world to come is already present in his teaching. <laughs> Do you see? You know what the Word of God does? It connects my then to my now to my future. It connects what was to what is and to what's to come. Think about that. Because what does the enemy do? He, he disrupts somewhere in that t time continuum, somewhere in your story. I want you right now to see your life, your vision, your life as a storyline from left to right. Birth to present day, and then even beyond into a vision. What kind of things would you drop into that timeline? What moments? What events? And you know what we don't have trouble remembering? 
the really hard stuff and the really good stuff. But I think we naturally bend towards, oh, <laughs> that was hard. I don't want to go back there. Or, by the way, can I just say, there's some of you that have repressed those emotions. You don't go back there. And by the way, that repression is hurting you. It's affecting your body, your biology. I promise you. So step into the light. He's a good physician. You don't have to be afraid. And the Word of God signs off on every day, approves every part of that timeline. That the words will outlive everything. His Word is higher. His ways are higher. Everything's up higher than what we've experienced in this transitory life. Everyone, I want you to go. When I say go, you're gonna do a one minute push. Eight, nine, 10, whatever you wanna be. But it's gonna be for one minute. Some of you go for the 10. If you're really a 10, you're only gonna last about 20 seconds or so, and then you'll start to fall off. Please take your breath. Ready, set. One minute, when I say go, go! What's the scripture number? Look at you memorizing scripture so that you can use it, not just to say you know it, to use it. Recover, 30 seconds. Give him your attention. Come on. Why are you so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. His word, his logos, his stamped, written, recorded. You guys, his word is inherent. It's true. It's God-breathed. It's not a Hallmark card. It's not a thank you note. It's not something that could change. It's what the world, the foundation, God spoke. God logos. Let there be. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Go. will pass away, but my words will not pass away. 
If he said it, he's gonna do it. Come on, 20 seconds. What do you want? Joy. <laughs> yes, we should. We should move together more often. Okay. That's it for intervals. We're just gonna keep focused here. Stay with me. <laughs> I love that Jesus is assuring us that his words will outlive everything, you guys. When we feel discouraged, think about the word, discouraged. D-I-S means to remove, like dismiss, dis. I remember when I was a kid, like in the 80s, somebody said something <laughs> like somebody said something to either make fun of you or teach you a hard lesson often it was with some form of sarcasm we would say two things one ooh burn anyone remember burn we go oh burn which is so I love that because that's gospel Somebody just burned your pride. Somebody just burned you. Your ego, your super ego. You just got burned. And guess what? That's what the Word of God does. It burns. It burns away. It's the best burn. It's the only fire that cools. The holiness of God is the only fire that cools. It's fire and water so when you were breathing by the way how's your breathing are you down can you feel the water the coolness the space into your pelvic floor yeah but not only is it water cooling us meeting our sun-scorched places hydrating us it's also fire. We, could, we become fire breathers. The Word of God. That's why when the enemy comes to burn you, or diss you, which is the other word, we would go, oh, diss. You just got dissed. When the enemy comes to discourage you, I want you all to see this vision right now as you're moving. I want the Word to be so implanted in you that it comes up out of you and you roar his word you speak it out you use your vocal tone your unique one-of-a-kind vocal tone and you roar the word of God out and when you say it you are a fire breather ah 
<laughs> and the enemy flees. <laughs> he wants you to forget what God said because that's what happened in the garden. That's how he got us then. And he thinks he can get us that way now. Wow. <laughs> Come on. And that's all you have to do. You don't have to chase him down. You don't have to pull your sword and cut his ear. You just pull the sword. <laughs> you get it? It's more heart rate with less effort. His word. So I'm gonna have, I'm gonna go quiet. I want you to roar. I want you to roar as much scripture. I want you to fire breathe as much scripture. Fill your lungs with the living water. In goes water, out comes fire. And if you don't know any word, that's okay. You just learned one today. Mark 13, 31. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words last forever. You can make that personal. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word for me will not pass away. God will not take a pass on me. Say as much scripture. Go, breathe fire. So good that's fire that's it that's all we need it's all we need it's the word God your your design your optimistic thinking your compassionate living your gratitude and kindness it comes from that word of God in Genesis 1 26 through 28 God kneels and blesses us he kneels comes down face to face when he's created us and he, he blows he kisses us he blesses us and it's not recorded I just I this is where you guys there's the logos word of God you know it but then allow the word to take you into a vision of your future, of your hope. The Holy Spirit wants to color the lines. Yes, know the lines, but let him come in and color your world. So often, I love to think when God kneeled and came eye to eye with me before I was put in my mother's womb, right? Because he sent me. I just have this vision that he said something to me. He, he kissed and whispered in my ear. And he 
told me something that I'm, I'm now I'm every day curious to hear it, to find it. And the Word of God highlights it all. But there are unique things that He says to each of us about our circumstance or, or our hurt. So He's the written Word, the recorded Word, and He's the whispering Word. He's the utterance, He's the nudgings, He's the color that fills in the lines, the boundaries. So his word, his word, man, on the days when I'm like, I don't got it, I'm hurt. And it's, listen, you need to feel those days. I talked about repressed emotions. That doesn't serve anybody. It actually is hurting everyone because we're not getting the full you. We're not getting the alive you. And I've said, I wrote this on my Instagram post. The Lord told me the other day that when we, you know, it says that we hide in the shadow of His wings, that in His wings we find refuge. In Him. In Him. That when we have a bad moment or a sad moment or a hurtful moment or a moment where it does not feel good, that when we run to Him, he hides us in his feathers. And the enemy does not get the satisfaction of seeing us cry. <laughs> he doesn't see it. Because we're in the presence and where holiness is, hatred, evil, jealousy, rage, guilt, shame, has to stay out. Because perfect love drives out fear. He has no presence in the shadow of his wings. And when I run to him, I open the word, or I just let, I open my face to him and let him speak to me. And he never contradicts himself. If he said it then, he still wants to do it now. This is why I believe in healing, because I read about it in the Bible, and I'm thinking, I think that's possible. I think God still wants to do that. You know why? Because my heart is so broken. My whole life has been spent. I think when God whispered into my ear, He said, you're going to see a lot of hurt, but take heart. I've made you for this. You've got what it takes. Deliver my word. Bring my presence to the people. I'm always with you. And those words put me back. Those words keep me moving towards my eternity. My inheritance, which is found in heaven for me, of imperishable, undefiled, and unfading worth. <laughs> it doesn't pass away. What God has said leads me to what God has for me. 
I don't pursue God for what he has for me. I pursue God for God because everything is transient. But as David would say, to dwell with him, to seek his face all the days of my life, this is the one thing that I ask, that heaven and earth will pass away. But his words will not pass away. Thank you, God. Thank you for your word today. Thank you how just by showing up in faith, we've been strengthened, upright, encouraged, and that we repent for if any way we've, we've made it about something it's not about. <laughs> if we've, we've turned our ear to the whispers of the world rather than to the sweet murmurings and utterances of you and the strength and steadfastness of your word written for us. We love you. God, heal bodies, heal minds, restore marriages, restore relationship, do the work in us. God, we take our eyes off of what other people need to be for us today and we set our hope fully on you, the God of fresh, green, living hope. Give us a hope, God, that fills us with that living water and out comes fire that keeps us holy and whole. May we be people that bring more water to the table than fire, but when necessary, God, fire to keep the enemy off the table and watching us eat in your presence. We love you, God. We bless all this back to you. Do as you wish. In Jesus' name, amen. Won't you come?